Yo, what it do, baby? This your boy, Chapo. Hey, man, what's going on, everybody? This your boy, Sav. And we are the Chop It Up Podcast Show. Man, yes, indeed, man. Make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel, man. Follow us on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Man, you know what it is. It's Chop It Up Podcast Show. Let's go! Yo, yo, yo. What it do, Sav? Man, what up, Chop? Man, we back. Got another one. We do. We do. I think we got a, a pretty special guest. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> Definitely, man. I, I guess I'll go ahead and do the introduction, man. So, uh, I've been doing a lot of work, man, with the famous barbershop, man. And we got another hidden gem inside, man. I want to give a big shout-out to my boy, Bishop. What it do, baby? What's going on, fellas? What's, What's happening? Going What's going on? What's you? good, big dog? I appreciate uh, the invitation. And uh, thank you all. This is awesome. Definitely. Definitely, man. Definitely. We have a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Yeah, man. Got a lot to chop it up today, man. So um, we appreciate you for coming out to the Chop It Up podcast show here live in Dallas, Texas, man. Um, A little bit about what we do, man. We give you a chance to put your business and your brand, you know, out there to the world for those who don't know. So um, I guess to kick things off, man, just tell us a little bit about yourself and and who you are. Yeah. Uh, Name's Bishop. I'm a barber. I am a father, husband, uh, small business owner. Um, I've been in the apparel field um, for the past 15 years. Okay. So uh, OG. I'm an OG at it, and uh, I am 41 years old. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to throw that out there. <laughs> but I, I would have never gave you 41. Man, you I know thought what? you were 20. <laughs> 21. You know, drink a lot of water, stay out of the way, my my business you know what i'm saying so you know I, I keep a tight circle and i think that's important and uh i'm just here to have some fun man let's chop it up no nah, definitely bro definitely a man uh to kick things off man so originally you know i know you got the local barber brand man go and give us a little meaning behind that you know what made you get into calling it what it is i know local <laughs> barber is literally local barber yeah. but you know just give us a little story in the background behind it so Um, I've always cut hair and um, it was a matter of COVID hitting for me to really just say, you know what? I've been blessed with the uh, ability to keep my job in the apparel and fashion industry throughout COVID. No stops. I mean, I worked from home for about three weeks. That was bullshit. I couldn't do it. I can't touch fabric. I can't do anything like that. So my barbershop shut down. And again, I've always cut hair, so I've got clippers at home, so I was like, I'll cut my son's hair, I'll cut my hair, and I hate that anyway. But So I was like, you know what, let me make this official, because I saw a lot of people in my world losing their jobs. My mom lost her job, my uh, uh, cousins were losing their jobs, and I thought about it, I said, you know what, these construction companies, they're not laying anybody off. Plumbers still need a are still in high demand. HVAC still in high high demand. These are trades. Right. You know, my trade is barbering, but I haven't made it official yet. So I said, you know what? All these videos and all this stuff that I've been doing for the last 10 years, cutting people's hair in college and all that shit, let me make it official. So I went to barber school, got my license and everything like that. So I get to the famous barbershop. Shout out to Wayne. Um... And the grind is real. A lot of barbers think that they're going to go into a shop and have walk-ins dripping all over them. Mm -hmm. You got to go out and get it. 
But me, I'm in sales, so it's easy for me to, you know, go up to somebody and speak to them. Hey, look, man, you, you know, I'm a barber in the area. You know, I'm in Addison. You know, I work at Famous Barbershop. My name is Bishop. I can do that. I know how to do that. I've been doing it for years. The average barber isn't comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. You know, the shit with the business cards and, you know, you want to do this, you want to do that. Barbers are kind of recluses. We don't mm-hmm. like to talk to people, you know. And it's something that hinders us in the barbering industry. But along with that, a lot of barbers could be ex- be felons, you know, could be people that don't do any of that. So my mind, being a solution-oriented person in sales in the fashion industry was like, well, look, you know, what's the solution here? It's not business cards. It's not just Instagram. What's going to help barbers bring customers to them? And with this brand, I said, you know what? It's not going to be a funny name. It's not going to be gimmicks. Local barber. I'm the local barber. (laughs) Smart as hell, too. And think about it. A barber could wear that shit in Australia. Yeah. You're local to that area if they see you at the convenience store, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm a local barber. Holler at me. It's so simple. I had I told my wife about it. She said, you better do something right now with it. Because Smart. there's somebody out there that's trying to figure that shit out, but hasn't. So first couple of designs, very basic. Local barber. And I think you guys were talking to Ray. Yeah, and, man. Uh, you know, people ask you, are you, a, are you a barber? It's a silly question. Because you see I'm wearing the shit, but that's how the conversation starts. And I get messages all the time with Barbara saying, I was at the gym and got two clients. I was at the grocery store, had three Easy. people walk up to me. This lady had her kids, you know, all of her hair is growing up, you know, out and they look terrible. And she's a single mom. Shit. I had three customers right out, right out of the gate. So... It just makes so much sense to give barbers a leg up because I was one of those barbers. This brand has helped me build my clientele. I bet. I already know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so how long you been cutting overall? I've been cutting hair, shit, I'm 41, since... You're 28, bro. I'm 28 years old, yes. <laughs> On the show today, you're 28. I'm 28. That's what we're going to tell you. My people. birthday was yesterday. I'm 28. Man, happy, happy birthday, man. Birth. Yes, yes. Yeah, man. Happy um, but probably about 20 years now. Damn. Okay. And, uh, two decades. Yeah, two decades. And I uh, went to a barber school out here in um, Carrollton, Blanco's Flawless. Shout out to Caesar. And um, when I did that, I could have gone to Dallas Barber College. Yeah, I know the ins and outs of our hair, coarse hair. Mm-hmm. I can cut that. But I wanted to be a barber that can cut anybody's hair. And I, I tell people all the time, I can take this trade and cut hair in Peru. I can take this trade and cut hair in London, England, because I know that shit work. I trained and honed my skills on straight hair. And it was just a matter of making sure that I can be in my young age, the most (laughs) versatile barber that I could be and not pass up any money. Because this is, this is my passion. Fashion and apparel is something that I've been doing for a long time, but this has been my passion. I always, when my parents broke up, my mom was cutting our hair. She was giving us that high fade, quote unquote, but it was really (laughs) a chili bowl. 
you know, but she was <laughs> well, she fading it in and around. She, and she, did left she wasn't oh, she it. Wasn't fading it, blending nothing. <laughs> just it, ooh, man, I, it. <laughs> this is a long time ago, and Marva Jean was doing her best. And uh, shout out to Marva. Shout out to Marva Jean, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, I always thought it was a way just to connect with people. Right. And I see what Wayne's doing, and, you know, I would love to have my barbershop one day. But I'm creating businesses that I can, well, created a business that I can pass over to my son, uh, my little brothers that are in, at UNT, and things like that. And if I want to go into a barbershop, I can, but I have created something that I was telling my wife last night that I feel like it's going to pop soon. And in our conversation earlier, a lot of people want to go, 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 go. No, 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 no. I didn't tell anybody about this. I, I created this business last year. I just started you making apparel. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Had it on ice. Exactly. Because I had to make these designs myself. I wasn't going to do this with the company that I work for. I don't need them in my business. They could say, hey, look, man, you, you got a lot of shit going on. Are you sure you want to be here? No, I need that money, dog. Because mm-hmm. you're funding my passion. Right. Keep paying me that salary. So I haven't said anything. All the while, I'm doing the back end, getting the numbers right, figuring out my costs on things because I know this shit. And then figuring out how to incorporate a business. What does this business need to do? I put my son on, on the business as, as a partner of mine. He doesn't give a shit about this. But if it does something down the line, he can reap the benefits of it. You know, so I wanted that back end to be solid as a rock. If, I, if it pops, it pops. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I try. A lot of people don't try. Right. And for something this basic and simple, all I got to do is keep the designs coming and keep pushing it out on social media, keep doing the stuff like this with you brothers, you know what I'm saying? And off, off to the races, you know, with something this simple and basic as far as communicating to customers. Right. I was going to say, what what actually sparked the interest to say, you know what, I'm going to start being a barber? Like, what what motivated you to want to start? When me and my son couldn't go get haircuts and I was like, I asked my stepdad to cut my hair and it was the worst haircut that I've ever had in my life. And I said, you know what? This makes no sense. <laughs> this this makes no sense. Was the line not right? <laughs> and it was a Gumby kid and play. And mind you, it wasn't even. Ooh, I didn't even have a box. It was just all lopsided. It was just. It was just bad. <laughs> and um, I decided I went and bought me some wall clippers from. I think it was like Walmart or some shit like that. And just. My son, God bless my son, because I was tearing his head up. <laughs> you know, he's, he has, has scars on his shit. Oh, that, that looks great. I love you. I love you too, son. This is terrible. Uh, you know, he'd come through the kitchen, and my mom, uh, my wife, she'd see him. She's like, oh, okay. All right. That's, that's cute. Go wash your hair, baby. And I, I know she hates it, you know. And But it was a matter of... Getting your reps in. Yeah. Yeah, repetition is, is very key. And I, and I think that's what a lot of people don't see this as. This is a journey. You know, you got to get those reps in. Just like you guys. You got to get those reps in. Everything starts, and you look back at the beginning, and you're like, God dang, did I do that shit? That was the worst shit I've ever done in my life. But that's part of the process. That's part of the appreciation you can have as a barber 
seeing where seeing the chili bowls that you gave years ago to the masterpieces that you're leaving with people now and the connections that you're getting with people now and there are single mothers there are single fathers i've given free haircuts to because we've had those conversations i know what's going on with the kids kids hair is matted up kids hair is dirty it's kids clothes are messed up i, I see the i see what's happening here how much are your haircuts get them in the chair come here come here buddy well how much is the haircut i got this and then we have a conversation and then that child is from five to now eight and now I have a customer because she gets it she appreciate, appreciates it and barbering is being a part of your community hands down 1000% you take it old school yes you have to that's dope you have to that five year old is going to be 25 one day still have on a bishop 100% and he's got two boys now who's cutting their hair Fish nah, that's, that's a fact, man. That makes sense. I think, man, like the barber industry has changed a lot. You it know, has. I remember just being in high school, getting dropped off, thirty niggas sitting in there, but you gonna wait? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's who cut yeah, your you hair. Gonna wait. It was like unheard of to just say, "Oh shit, buddy, can't get me in. I gotta go to somebody down the shit. street." You just either come back or, <laughs> bro, you sit there on Saturday morning. From about 9 to about 11, then you get your hair cut. Then you go and get something to eat. I mean, that's just how it was. Um, you know, I remember those days. Now, now everything's booked. You know, you got the booking apps. You got all that stuff to where if a customer is waiting five minutes, they're looking at you like, nigga, what the fuck? I mean, shit, you said 1 o'clock. Nah, facts. <laughs> you said 1 o'clock. Nigga, it's 1.06. I'll be right with you. Fuck. <laughs> Nah, it's some people like that. It's some people really <laughs> like that on time. You got the nuclear codes on you or something like that? You got somewhere to go? You know, tell me what's going on. So, but it's a service industry. Mm -hmm. So I get it. You know, let me be on time. I want to be early. I want to be putting on my gloves and putting my lights on while you're walking in here from the parking lot. Tell me that's not service. Man, nah, it is, man. I know he's getting me in and out. It's going to be a fresh cut. He knows I got an event. I got a date with my wife tonight. Get me right, Bishop. I'm early. You early. You ready. Shit, let's go. That's what people pay for. It's not the haircut. It's the experience. It's yeah, the service. Yeah. Talk to me. Let me talk to you. And if I don't feel like talking, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy? Now that he say that and... Hey, I know we gotta shit. ask the question too. We gotta ask the question. Okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. Let me ask that first. I'm gonna just ask the shit first. Question: Have you ever fired somebody? You ever fired a client? Fuck we yeah. Didn't, we didn't have with three barbers come on here and everybody. Boy, I did not know person. that shit was a thing. Fuck bro. yeah. You know why? How you be firing, Bishop? You be pulling them to the side like, hey, this the last cut? <laughs> or you be like, get the fuck out of this chair? Nah. Okay. It okay. ain't. It ain't even like that. I've got <laughs> shit. <laughs> And, and this nigga ain't going to listen to this shit. I don't give a fuck if he did or not. But, <laughs> you know, cutting in barber school, you know, I've got clients that have followed me from barber school to famous. Mm -hmm. I've got a booking app. This is my way of being professional. This is my way of linking us together. That way I don't forget shit. If you text me, I, pro I who knows if I see it or not. And between my kids, my wife, my dad, all this shit, you want to text me asking me for your appointment? No, I gave you the link. I give you the link. I give you the link. Hey, Bishop, you got a 
Point, you got any room today? Nigga, I gave you the link about 16 fucking times, dog. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I just like to pay you in cash. Well, I don't answer my phone while I'm cutting. Oh, okay. Here, I'll book your appointment for you. I've done that like 35 times for this nigga. Bishop, you got an appointment? You got any space over today? If you would look at my book, my schedule, you'd see. Oh, yeah, I looked at it, but can you get me at 2.30? Done. It's a wrap. You can't come no more, dog. <laughs> Damn. Because you don't respect my time. Yeah. Now, you want me to stop myself from cutting hair to answer your funky-ass text when you could go do it yourself. You don't want to. So now I don't have time for you. You want me to not be professional because we, you think we're cool? This is a business that I'm running, dog. If you respect that, I'll, I'll do whatever you need me to do. But if you don't respect it, you want to treat me like that? Fuck them around me, dog. I got. If you don't book, somebody else will. You know, if you want that 2.30, shit, I got three people that just fought for that 2.30 and booked 2.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30, and 4. Now you can't get in. Sorry. That's how you get fired. Ain't no HR, ain't no talk to you, nigga. <laughs> Damn, nigga said ain't no HR. Ain't, 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 no, ain't no security walking you up out this motherfucker. No, you, it's a wrap, dog. I don't even want, I'm not going to give you that energy to give you that, you no. know, those words. You, you know what I'm saying? Gotta protect your energy, man. Yeah. Gotta protect your energy. You know, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. No, nigga. You can't. <laughs> I'm busy now. Now I'm busy. That's how it goes, you know. So, like you said, I'm old school. I don't like that shit. Nah, stand on your team. <laughs> For real. But um, I was gonna say I didn't want to lose my thought. You know how like um like with Lyft, right? Mm-hmm. You know when Lyft when you go in and you book a ride and then they have a feature on there like, do you want to talk? Do you feel like talking? I ain't yeah, never seen. I ain't never booked. No, no, it's a feature on there now. They got where it's like if you want to talk. The person will engage conversation, yeah, yeah. or it gives them an opportunity to engage. But if not, it could be a silent ride. I was gonna say, like, I don't know how, if uh, where you got your link or what you're associated with, but I think it'd be dope for barbers or any type of profession, right? When they do hair, if they say, okay, you're coming to get a cut. Okay, is there a special occasion going on? Like, just to let them know to give them an idea. Yeah, that's big. Cause you know what I'm saying? Cause niggas don't really on. know what's going on. I got an interview. You know what I'm saying? I got a wedding. You know, shit like that. And then, do you want to talk? Some people feel like they want to express them. No, I don't want to talk to you right now. I got personal shit going no, on. You, you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, if that, they add that, that probably would be dope. I think the special occasion would be dope. Cause That's like, a dope feature to have. Real shit. Because you know when you go to like the restaurants and stuff, they ask for the special occasion. It might bring you the cupcake on your birthday and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah man. That. Yeah, no, you that. Yeah, hey, shit. Y- y'all heard this shit first. Down. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, that's, uh, that's real shit because... You know, when people come in and they're not talking deal, I want to expand on that. Barbers know when you don't want to talk. You're just reading the energy. Somebody sits down, what's up? Goes right to their phone. Don't even look up. Let me get your head right here. (laughs) They still looking at their phone. Damn. No eye contact. No conversation. Turn this way. Or... They sit in your chair, they immediately close their eyes. That nigga doesn't want to talk. That nigga's probably thinking about his girl or his son that's full of shit right now. Uh, <laughs> boss about to fire his ass. He doesn't want to hear that shit. Blaze him up and let him go on his way because he's thinking about shit. Let that man think. Barbers lose sight of the fact that ultimately this is a man's sanctuary. You know, I feel you. Not, that's real. Not, all the t- not all the time can we 
you know, go home and just chop it up with our wife or even chop it up with our homeboy. I want to get out. I want to watch the game. I want to hear some shit, hear, see some dumb shit and, you know, chop it up with my barber. Get his perspective, perspective on something because I know what my best friend's going to say. I know what my wife's going to say. I know what my dad's going to say. I know what my brother's going to say. Man, what you think about this, Bishop? Tell, tell me what your thoughts are on this shit because this is what my girl said to me. I, bro, if I told y'all the secrets that I have in here from fucking customers. <laughs> if these for a while, they talk to me. Bro. Man, defamation to carry. Bro. <laughs> shit. You know, th- how many marriages would be broken up? People would be fired from their job. But it's where uh, a man can go and relax, release, it, even if you want to close your eyes and just meditate. That's it. But those are things that we have to pick up on as barbers. Mm-hmm. But what you said is great. It's a special occasion. Kind of how when you book a reservation at a restaurant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why they don't have that with do barbers you, do in the hair salon. flowers? Do you need balloons? Do you need a cake? Is it a birthday? What do you need? So I'm going to put that on my app. So appreciate that. You Thank welcome. you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. You're I, good. I do I'll think that would be dope, man. You know, <laughs> you got your general Saturday morning haircut, then you got like that Friday at 5, like I'm going out at 8. I got to get it. Get me in and out of here, bro, because this is what I'm doing. I had a guy come in. He said, I said, what's going on today? What you got going on? And that's just part of the conversation. Man, I've been dating this girl for about three weeks, man. I want to surprise her with this and this and this and this and this. I'm picking her up at 4 o'clock. Nigga, it is 2.45. I'm like, fuck. He's wearing gym shorts and a T-shirt. And he, and went he to the just crib, sat yeah. in my chair. Damn. I'm like, fuck. So now I know I need to move quickly. But I also need to blaze him up. So we can't really talk that much. So I'm gonna hit him. All right, where you where you guys gonna go? But the whole time, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. He's talking. He's smiling. I say, hey, hold on. Can't smile right now. You gotta do those things. I gotta get him out in 25 minutes so he can go get dressed. In my mind, I know this nigga needs to go take a shower and get dressed. So we didn't do any enhancements. We didn't do any of that shit to slow him down. He is. That was his first time coming to me. He has spent over seven or eight hundred dollars with me since then mm. because I was mindful of that. And whenever he comes back in, how's your old lady? How's the married life? Oh, shit, Bishop. Fuck you, man. Yeah, I you know, we're good. And, you know, so so now we have that rapport. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm his barber now, you know, and that's that's how the business keeps rolling. When you have that rapport, you have that relationship. It is a relationship with your barber. And barbers have to appreciate that from all sides. Mm-hmm. It's still service. It's still business. But it's still a relationship. There's a connection there. You look at me when you look at that damn mirror and I did something wrong. Oh, shit. You right. I forgot to do that. My bad. Boom, 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 boom. Cool, cool, cool. Good. Done. I'll see you next Friday. It's important to have that communication because a lot of people will come in and I've seen barbers, they eating, you know, hold on, let me let me grab something to eat real quick. Sit, just go ahead and sit in the chair, man. I'm eating and shit, eating onions, eating a sandwich and shit like that. Now the whole shop smells like onions. The fuck, the closest person <laughs> to you gonna think it smells like, nigga, onions. <laughs> like, you know, be a professional because that person is not gonna come back to you. And if they do, they're a glutton for punishment. Or you're just the best barber in the motherfucking state of Texas. Or that's your brother. I don't know. But I treat everything very by the book. Everything's sanitized. I, I wear gloves. A lot of barbers don't wear gloves. But you know what? I want you to be comfortable. 
my hands are all over your face. All over these clippers. I'll put some gloves on for you, dog. You know, I'm blowing you off with a blow dryer, not just this. this. So it's the little touches that keep people in your chair and they feel comfortable with you working on their hair. And that's mm -hmm. important. If you don't have that, you don't have a customer. Oh, that's fast, man. That makes sense. That shit crazy. That's just real, like, you know, I, I know a lot of barbers. We had probably three or four barbers come on this show. Now. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of them talk about their clients. Nothing bad, uh, but, like, a lot of good stuff. So, like, with the local barber brand, do you feel like it brings you um, a better relationship as far as, like, making you friends with your clients or actually seeing your clients as friends or, like, family? Yes. Um, one of my clients just invited me to the Devontae Davis fight. He's got a watch party going on at his ranch. You know, stuff like that. And, um, but the brand itself, the apparel line has put me in front of barbers that I would never have been put in front of. Um, Wave Kid Kev, shout out to uh, Kev. He's um, one of the ambassadors of the line now. Ray's one of the ambassadors. Um, Jeezy just, 360 Jeezy just had this shirt on on one of his reels and, and oh, stuff damn, like that. Oh, damn, for real? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so so stuff's happening, and it's all relationship-based. Mm -hmm. If Wavy Kid Kev wasn't rocking it, Jeezy probably wouldn't rock it, because they're peas in a pod now. They're good buddies. Yeah. You know, and, and if Ray wasn't a part of this podcast, maybe I wouldn't have been a part of this podcast. You know, so everything's relationship-driven, and yeah. this has brought me closer to barbers, brought me closer to... Uh, you know, people like Wayne, serial entrepreneur, his mind is always rolling on the next business venture. Me and him have that same commonality to where I bounce ideas off of him. And he'll ask me things, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, it, it's, it's a synergy that you have to continue to allow grow. You have to be open to the growth of it. Because if it's not growing, if you're not broadening your reach, be it business owners or even barbers or whoever, you're going to go stagnant. You're going to lose the zeal and the and the you know the the thing that brings people to your brand in the first place. Mm -hmm. You have to have that demand. If you don't have the demand or that interest, from barbering to being a business owner, you're you're lost. Do you think uh, social media plays a big role in what you have going on, or do you do you just believe in like word of mouth nowadays? Social, social media is the is the new commercial. Um, yeah. It's either a really good commercial or it's a really good, you know, short story. And people have to look at it as such. You go, you turn the TV on to be entertained. People at work, they'll get some downtime. They pick up their phone to be entertained. So if you're not entertaining people on social media, they're not going to come to you. So that's why the, the, the art of social media isn't a perfect science. You have people like It's Marvy Marv um, that has classes. Uh, Kev on stage has classes. It's these little nuanced deals that you can broaden your reach with the social, me social media. But we don't, no one watches, people really don't watch, t I don't even see a TV in here. People really don't watch TV that much because everything is in the palm of their hand. You know, so you have to capitalize on that. If you want people to be interested in what you're doing, 
make that commercial, that seven seconds you have on that reel, pop, hit. Every deal on there has to be engaging. You have to have some people look at Instagram while they're at their desk at work Mm -hmm. or in class. So you have to have those captions up. You know, you don't know that unless you you learn from the people that are doing Doing it. it. Yeah. If you don't have those captions up, people can't listen to it, so they're going to scroll past it. You know, I'm at work. I can't turn the volume up. Shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So those little nuances. Social media is so integral in in the growth of all businesses right now. And, you know, TikTok is probably on its way out. Um... So that means Instagram, Facebook, and I'm sure within the next couple of years, something else is going to come out that's catchy. But you've got the world of AI coming yeah. out. <sighs> but you know what? It's not coming out. It's been out. It's people just not getting on it. What did you just say? Siri, turn on Kodak Black. Siri and Alexa have been around for how many years? A minute. <laughs> Them girls are in our lives, man. <laughs> Siri and, and uh, Alexa, they're part of our families. You know, people have smart houses. Alexa, turn on the lights. That's artificial intelligence. Yeah. And if we don't tap into it and don't understand it, we're going to be left behind. I've got an AI app on my phone. You know, I just downloaded it. It's the ChatGPT deal. And I said, hey, you know what? I'm trying to, you know, get in shape. Build me a four-week meal plan. Oh, perfect. Give me your de- give me your measurements. Gave him my measurements. And this son of a bitch <laughs> gave me a fucking page worth of shit. And then ended it with, I'll show it to you. And then ended it with, nothing is going to be good without a balanced exercise regimen. Good luck. Let me know if you need any help. I'm like, what in the fuck? And people are paying for nutritionists. I got the game right here in 10 seconds. If I want to do something as far as build me a, um, a pitch for the local barber brand at my next meeting. And I want to gain this customer's business for the next three quarters. Perfect. Boom, 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 boom. It's going to outline what I need to say. It's done. It. I've got it here, too. It's funny that you say that. So let me tell you something from AI that I thought was crazy. So on Amazon, they have a feature where it has an option where you can click the camera button, take a picture of something, and it will pull it up on Amazon. See? Shit is crazy. I I took a picture of a rug at an Airbnb and found a rug. Yeah. (laughs) Five seconds. But you know what? Here's the thing. Damn. That's Google Images. Google Images has been doing that for the last 10 years. You can take a picture of that uh, refrigerator and drag it in Google. And yeah, pull up save it to your desktop. Internet. Pull it, you know, add it to Google Images. It'll show you where to get a Kenwood uh, refrigerator in Dallas, Texas. You know, this it's just being refined. People, more people are open to it, and the people that are tapping into it. You got Elon Musk saying, "Hey, we're not ready for AI right now. We can get close, but not AI. AI." Yeah, yeah. You got robots Robot. frowning up their face when you get close to their face. You know, I don't know if y'all saw that online. This mm-hmm. robot was like, bitch, <laughs> move your fucking finger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've never seen that. You know, I mean, she was doing this to it. You know, I don't know if you see, but the robot was doing this shit, frowning up her face like, what's going to stop that robot, robot from grabbing that bitch's hand next time? <laughs> Nah, you're right. I you know what I'm saying? That's where we're going with this shit. That's what, you know, if Elon Musk is saying, like, slow down with that shit, 
let's slow down with that shit. It's right though, man, because you know McDonald's in Fort Worth. If they have the fully automated McDonald's that don't have any That shit here? It's in Fort Worth. I thought that shit was in a different state. That shit is mm. 30, 40 minutes Damn. down the road. It don't have no that. employees. I think it's two cooks, I believe, is it. But as far as when you go through the drive-thru, you put your order in, you don't deal with no people, and your shit is at the window when you pull up. But here's the thing with that. <laughs> But that, that's what that's what I'm saying, man. We we want everything to be so simple and easy and quick, and that goes into our conversation about business. I don't want that robot making my burger. Hell no. But you know what? If that's a good fucking burger and it's you know a real burger, shit, I might let that robot eat it, make it. You know, but I don't eat McDonald's that much. Yeah. And if we start focusing on what we take in, yeah. You know, we wouldn't be worried about that shit. You know, so they trying to get that one billion served back, and, and that's fine. And I'm trying to have one billion served as well, but I'm not going to rush into it. And okay. and the beauty, beautiful thing that I think I've done fairly well with the local barber brand is, you know, our, our conversations just kind of take it slow. Right. And I didn't tell anybody about it, and. I don't want anybody checking for me about it. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I put out drops when I put them out. You know, I want to be the Dallas version of Supreme. You don't know when this shit's coming out. I've got X amount of drops to release in the next two months. No one's going to see them until they drop. And that's what exclusivity is. And that's why you can make a price point for your product because people want to feel exclusive. Not everybody can get on your podcast. You don't want every. You don't want to pull somebody off the fucking street and bring them on your podcast. What's the point of that? There's nothing exclusive about it. Mm-hmm. So why would anybody want it? If everybody could have a local barber brand shirt, and if everybody could afford a local barber brand shirt, because I put quality product out. This isn't a shirt that you're gonna mow the lawn in. No, definitely. It's not gonna fall apart on it in the wash. It's private label packs and all that. But if everybody can buy it, no one will want it. It's not a commodity business. It's an exclusivity business. And that's how this is. This is how the Chop It Up podcast is. This isn't a commodity business. Not everybody can get on your show. You shouldn't let everybody on your show. You should be very stringent on who comes in here to be on your show. I don't want everybody repping the brand. I've had barbers come out of the, anywhere. Hey, man, I want to be an ambassador. No, you just want free shit, dog. That's not what I'm here for. They got 65 followers and haven't posted in three months, you, you, but you think I should let you be an ambassador. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. How does that help me? Yeah. It don't, it it, don't it push doesn't. your brand. Yeah. You know, so... And, bro, I'm going to tell you, so I, I know your brand is out there and it's growing because I seen somebody, I think on their page was in, like, Atlanta or something like mm-hmm. that. It's like now that I see it on... Because when Ray first wore it, I was like, damn, that's a fresh air shit. I thought it was marathon clothing the way you had it on the sweater. Yeah. I'm like, damn, okay, local barber said, oh, shit, this is... I thought it was Razor. He's like, nah, this is my boy Bishop. Yeah. So that put my eye on it the first time I had ever seen it. And then as I started to just watch barber page, like, I don't know, on Instagram, I just watch people cut hair. Yeah. I started to just look at more stuff and see what people got on. Um, and I seen a white guy 
And I was just like, damn, yeah. okay, you got the local barber center. And I'm just like, yeah. I started to notice it on more people. And I didn't even know who this dude was. Yeah. You yeah. know? And uh, what's crazy about that, and uh, Wayne told me this a long time ago when I first started the brand. He said, you have to separate yourself from the brand. Because I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was pumping the brand on my Bishop Cuts Instagram. You know, my barber Instagram. He's like, you got to separate yourself. People are going to hate on the brand just because it's you. Mm-hmm. Shit. Really? Uh, yeah, you're right. So I created the local barber brand webs, uh, Instagram. And I'll tell you right now, both y'all right now, whoever's watching this, my client base is probably... 70% Hispanic men. 10% 10% white men. Black barbers is a very small percentage of my customer base. Reason I don't know. All but right. it still sells and I, I, I don't give a shit. I'm not well, going to do no Afrocentric <laughs> blast or anything like that. Come on, brothers and sisters. But no, fuck that. I, hey, if you want it, you can have it. But we have to be conscious of that fact that people are going to hate on your shit just because it's your shit. There's people out there that don't want it. Black, white, or indifferent, people are going to hate on what you're doing because you're doing it and they're not. How come you didn't uh, do that for that first episode? You know, what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Motherfucker, I got 15 episodes that I'm ready to put out there while we're you know, recording season two. Right. But short-minded people don't think like that. And short-minded people stay where short-minded people stay, right where they are. So being a person about business and seeing what a customer wants and adhering to what a customer's wants and needs are is how you grow in business. You give a customer just a little bit Shit, we talking drug dealing now. You give, get, get you a little bit of that shit. Get you a little bit of that shit in the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, here's a free sample. Here's a free shirt. I gave out free shirts all the fucking time. Free hoodies to barbers out here. Now these barbers in the industry know me. <clears throat> they're, they're telling people about the brand. They're wearing the brand. I get, I get customers because Tank be chopping. Where's, where's the hat all the time? Cuts by Reggie, wears a hoodie all the time. Chopped by Robin Houston, um, who's a young dude that is killing it. He won't even let me pay him for wearing the stuff. He does it off the strength. And he's always doing reels. He's one of my best content creators because I'm not in front of the camera doing shit. You know, so you have to leverage those things. And people start seeing who they're dealing with and the, the, the goal and what the goal is. And they tap into it. They tap in or they don't. But we can't be just fighting for customers. Grabbing anybody. Hey, 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 you want a shirt? Bullshit. Because that's going to taint the brand. You can't have everybody on the podcast that's going to take the podcast and taint the brand. So you have to be real tight with it. I want to drop something and I only make 30 of them motherfuckers. I feel you. No, that's real. Because they're $55 a pop. If you want it, you can get it. If you can afford it, you can get it. But I also do 200 of a shirt that's 20 bucks. 
But if I do this or I do that, which one is it? The customer could be confused on the direction of the brand. So do I keep it exclusive and high quality or do I let people get a cheaper version of this shirt? I think letting people get a cheaper version of this shirt could diminish the value of the brand. Could make somebody that spends that $40 on this t-shirt say, well, fuck. If everybody's getting it, getting that shirt, why didn't I just buy that shirt? Fuck that shirt. Or I don't want to be with this brand just because they're just throwing t-shirts out there. I felt like this was an exclusive brand. This isn't a cheap shirt. I don't do cheap. I know how to give a customer a quality product, but also keeping everything in perspective. Mm-hmm. Because this shirt shouldn't be $150. I know a couple of clients of mine in my nine to five life that would sell this for $150. People would buy it, but how many? 10, 15, 20, maybe. Yes, you've killed it on your margins, but you know, there's people that are out there talking shit about your brand. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. And you, now you're flooded with bad reviews from people that aren't even customers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a product. It's affordable. This shirt might be 40, but the next drop might be 35. And I can equate those costs because I know that costs when you're printing t-shirts, one, two, three, four, five, six, that's a six, seven color imprint on that t-shirt. I know what that does to the cost of the garment. Now he has a ringer tee on there. I know what that does to the cost of the garment. So I'm seeing things from my experience as a salesperson in the fashion and apparel world. Mm -hmm. I know these costs. That t-shirt itself costs $2, period, the way it is. You print that damn thing. All right, let's just say it's another $1.75. You private label it, that's another 75 cents. You add that ringer collar on, that's another dollar. So you're $8 or so on the shirt, but if there's enough demand, it's fucking Coke. They'll make 10,000 of those and sell them for $20. I'm not Coke. So I'll make 50 of them damn things, sell it for $35, make my money, take that money, and go into the next drop. And recycle. Recycle and repeat. Constantly. I know who I am as a business owner. I'm not Coke. But I can damn sure be Bishop in the local barber brand and do a drop of 50 units and then be done, be out of stock, well, be 30 shirts out of it, and then take the money from there, based on my margins, put it towards the next drop or the replenishment order. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if I'm out of stock, that's a good thing. It's a great thing. That's a great thing. I would love to have six of these only available and people keep buying. So I leave my stock open. Keep buying, keep ordering, keep ordering. Because I, I'm doing analytics when I see that. I watch all those numbers, and a lot of people don't do that. I watch numbers 9 to 5, so I watch numbers after I get done cutting hair from 9 to about 12 o'clock at night. Shit, I only get about 4 or 5 hours worth of sleep. But <clears throat> it's me maximizing my day. So I'm going to pay it forward right now while I'm doing this to where at a certain point I can wake up at 12 o'clock and not give a shit because I've been making money while I've been sleeping. So if you're not able to do that as a small business owner, especially in your in a tangible product, something like this, I want that my phone to be chirping all night on Shopify, because if I can't make that money, then 
I'm losing somewhere and I need to probably revisit what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And as a business owner, <clears throat> we do that probably twice a day. The fuck am I doing? I, don't, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. I'm gonna, this is gonna fail, this is gonna drop. And then 10 minutes later, it's like, man, I'm the baddest motherfucker <laughs> on earth. <laughs> Fuck these niggas, man. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, they're not doing anything. They can't keep up with me. When, you know, I'm grabbing, you know, I'm chest out and everything like that. It's such a bipolar world as a business owner, especially yeah. in retail. Nah, definitely, man. So talk to me a little bit about the designs. I know you say you got a few designs out. Like, what's the meaning behind the shirt you got on now? So the meaning um, behind this shirt is... This this collection is called the Kings Never Die collection, and one of my favorite movies is The Purge. I, I was about to say I can see it. I, can, I can see it a little bit. This is called The Purge T, and the reason why I like that movie is because we're closer to that than we are close to anything in America right now. It's not a pandemic. It's not anything other than us being against us. So the brand is a brand to separate yourself from what any other barber would wear. There's barbers out there wearing their goofy logo with them holding their clippers like this and shit like that. And it's a cartoon and, you know, it's it's Dre Fades, Dallas, Texas. Who the fuck's going to buy that? Your customer? Yeah. Okay. Your customer buys it after you cut his hair. You badger him to buy a fucking $20 T-shirt that he's going to change his oil in. Okay, the sale stops there. That's it. He's not going to go promote your brand. If you want your customer to go promote your brand, bullshit. Show me how he gets out there and says, you know, my barber's the shit. He's not going to do that. So my customer is barber. They're barbers. So a barber has to be comfortable wearing this. So all of my designs tap into what a barber would wear from 18 to 45. So this has been killing it with 18 to 27 year olds. Killing it. But my uh, the sweatshirt that uh, Ray had on with the font on the front, the, the day, the cities on the back, that killed it for everybody else. So it can be conservative on one end and it can be the purge to you on this end. So I'm giving a little bit to everybody. But again, my customer is the barber not the person in the chair. So if a barber can tap into a good quality shirt, nice qu- nice collar, not super heavyweight, not super thin, a good design, he's going to put this damn thing on with some J's and some jeans, throw a hat on, go to the mall with his girl. Somebody's going to see that shirt and say, damn, that's a crazy-ass shirt. Local barber. Hey, man, I've been looking for a barber. My barber moved to Duncanville, man. I'm in the Addison area. Where are you at? says you're local. You're local, right? Shit, yeah, man. I'm at Famous. Is that by Specs? Yeah, yeah. It's back there by Specs. You know, here's, you know, here's my digital card. You know, got your phone? Scan this QR code. Book with me. Done. So, this shirt, say you charge $40 a while. This shirt pays for itself as soon as you buy it. You get one client, one haircut, the shirt paid for itself. You tell a barber that, they're like, fuck. You're absolutely right. That's that's legit. You're absolutely right. I could wear this shirt, and it pays for itself every time I wear the shirt. I can get this hoodie, and it pays for itself every fucking time that I wear it. Damn near every time. 
and I don't have to go out here and hand out business cards. People are coming to me. Yeah. It's Easy a fucking promo. cheat code. Easy promo. You're a walking billboard at that point. So if I can make as many barbers tap into the mindset of being a walking billboard and that this is not just your regular T-shirt. This is not your regular brand. I've been doing this for years. So I'm not going to give you some shit that's going to fall apart in the washing machine. Because I've done that for customers in my 9 to 5 life. And if that's where you like it, I love it. I don't give a shit what you do. I'm, I'm leaving at 5, motherfucker. I don't, you know, fuck your shirt. <laughs> that shit has sailed, man. Talk to the boss on that shit, man. Fuck you and that shirt. But with my shit, I don't want those bad reviews. I don't want anybody saying, man, your shirt is a piece of shit. The knowledge that I have about this industry and and the the fabrics and the and the print quality in this industry and what you can and can't do, you know, I don't think I'm I can be matched other than somebody that's been doing this in my role for 10, 15 years. I wanted to say, um, well, I wanted to ask you. What do you think, getting to this point, what was one of your biggest obstacles that you had to face while coming up with this? Funding. Just the funding? Yeah, I mean, this is all out of my pocket. Hmm. You know, this is this is my money. And, but that, that also gives me the appreciation for this, because this is mine. Excuse me, I don't have business partners. I don't have anybody waiting for their loan payment from me. You know, so... Funding has been an issue, but I, I've been blessed with a good nine to five job to where that's bankrolling local barber. And the fact that I'm a barber, you know, I, I cut hair from 530 to about nine o'clock just about every day of the week, except for Sunday. Saturday, I'm there from nine to nine. So those two entities, those are my, that's my crowdfunding right there. That, that's funding my other business. So, you know, my, I keep invoking my wife, but I mean, that's my buddy. That's really who I hang out with. And she said, you have three jobs. Rest on Sunday. Just relax. And I'm on my computer doing stuff, but, you know, trying to find more funding and things like that. And ways these banks are giving away money. We can talk about that at a later day. But these banks are giving away money if you do it the right way. You set up your LLC. You set up your business. Get your EIN. They are giving money away. But you have to do your research. You have to set your company up right. Hmm. You know, funding is 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 the the issue. If you master that issue, you have to provide a product that people want to buy. And it's so basic and it's so infantile that people don't really understand that. But you know, you can't throw a plastic logo on a T-shirt and expect everybody to buy it all across the country and all across the world. Why would they? If they can make it themselves, why would they want it from you? If I can make a burger just as well as this place around the corner, why would I go to that motherfucking order a burger? No, I want the steak with the scallops. Because your shit's going to be better than mine. Right. I don't want that fucking burger than tenders. <laughs> Give that to the kids. Where's the steak at, dog? That's what I want. You know, exclusivity. And uh, just being very strong on budgeting and things like that funding is the biggest thing you guys know that shit this equipment isn't cheap you know none of this is cheap uh, and right. if you go cheap you will you'll get, get cheap you give a customer a cheap business card you'll have a cheap customer 
that cheap customer is going to be like, damn, your haircut's for $30. Damn, man. This guy around the corner has cut my hair for $20. Well, go let that somebody's cut your hair, motherfucker. I don't... But that's a great deal, nigga. I, I, I think they, as far as the haircuts, man, I, I think somebody need to get on national TV, CNN, and just say, look, this is the price of a haircut today. Because it, it's just a lot of people can't get it out of their mind. Somebody out there still doing them $15 haircuts, which is creating this conversation. Hey, you know what? And God bless them. But if you see the price of fucking gas, the price of eggs, the price milk, of milk, everything. the price of every damn thing on earth. It's hot. $20 haircut was 20 years ago, dog. Yep. We were paying, I, I was paying $20 to get my haircut back in 95. I dated myself. Uh, I wasn't supposed to do that because I'm 28 years old. Um, <laughs> a long time ago. But, you know, so $40 for a haircut What's wrong with that? And if you ain't got it, that's cool. Hit me up when you do. But the minute I start coming down on my prices, be it apparel, be it barbering. Don't change the business. It changes my business. And it devalues yourself. It devalues yeah. the brand. You, you should never do that. And, now, and to add on to that, so you know how <clears throat> people, like I did some research. I was looking at uh like Gucci. Mm-hmm. Now I was like, damn, I wonder how much it costs to make that damn belt. It costs forty dollars to make that belt, and they sell that motherfucker for what? Five hundred. They had a zero to everything. Yeah, it was seventy dollars. Had a zero. Facts, and it's just like people from all nationalities will line up um, and, and sit in line just to get that product. Mm-hmm. And as soon as at least in our community, I, you know, I can't speak on everybody else, but from what I see in our community, we will bitch and complain about why this shit costs so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't respect the fact that we out here grinding. And I think the problem is, is that, like, normally, like, say, for example, me and Chop, and I made something, and normally a person would say, like, Chop would probably say, man, you, you throw me a discount, but why? Just because I know you, why? Yeah. Because if you didn't know me you saw this shit on Instagram, you would go buy this shit for that price. So why? You know what I'm saying? We just, we, we trying to cut corners, man. We don't, we don't uplift each other in our work. We don't. You know what I mean? That's a big problem the whole that we crab, gotta fix. The whole crabs in a barrel thing is still true. It's getting worse. And again, you know, Wayne said, the people that know you probably hate on, on this just because it's you. Not going to do it in your face, but that's just how... You know, let's just be transparent. That's how niggas is, man. Niggas. Niggas. Straight niggas. Niggas. It's his and own category. Yeah. <laughs> this is separate from black folks. It's and separate. African-American. This is he separate from three America. different people right and, now. And you, and you know what? <laughs> yes. Niggas, it is black true. people, and African-Americans are true. three different people. This is true. But you know what? You... you, you, you <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about niggas all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, niggas. Niggas. Niggas, niggas, niggas. I love y'all. Shout out to, shout shout out to y'all. all the niggas out Y'all know who y'all are, man. I love y'all, but y'all gotta y'all gotta do better if you want better. You can't you can't feel like you deserve better if you don't do better. You you people we'll, we'll stop saying niggas. People people are so deserving of of a break. Why can't you do this for me? Why the fuck should I? Did you would you do it for me? Shit though. No. 
No, you would want that forty dollars. Yeah. Do a damn thing, please. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why the fuck, nigga? I don't know you. Just <laughs> because you black pill, like that don't mean nothing. I, I just don't know why our community is so quick to. Go cop a foreign or go spend eight, nine hundred dollars on some shit they can't pronounce instead of supporting their own boy who been their partner 35 years, 20 years. You know, that, 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 I don't know why black we, we've been We've been programmed, and I don't want to go into that, but, you know, we've accepted that as who we are to a certain degree, and it's unfortunate. Um, but my my brothers and my mom and stepdad were over at the house and they were like how much are the shirts it's 40 fucking dollars nigga <laughs> <laughs> and they bought four of them zelled me 100, 160 bucks I love you forever yeah. yeah see you at the barbecue yeah <laughs> Just like so that. why the fuck nigga if <laughs> <laughs> hey I, 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 I'll give you a quick little story and it pissed me off so bad I you know, I just, I, I had to grip my teeth and just say, you know what, you right. So, shirts came out, and uh, no, it was hats. It was the first hat that I did, came out, and I'm at the shop, and uh, there's there's a barber in there that, you know, is one of them niggas. And, uh, <laughs> so, I'm, you know, I'm giving them a discount, you know, already. I'm like, hey, I'm selling these online for 25, well, 30 bucks at the time. Nice, nice fitted cap. Uh, 50, what is it? 5150. 5150. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, she asked me, you know, you know, how much are the hats? So I'm giving it to y'all for $20. Oh shit. I heard from me it was 15. I looked at, I looked at her and I just shook my head. I said, nah, baby, it's not 15 for you. It's $20. (sighs) Yeah, I'll bring you some money. I wanted to say, man, fuck that money. I don't need that funky little twenty dollars from you, since it's such a hardship for you to see what the fuck is going on over here. Yeah. Don't even say anything if you don't want to pay it. You know what I'm saying? There's certain people that are. This is the word, trifling. The word's trifling. A lot of young people don't know this word. The word's trifling. You expect somebody to do something for you because it's you. Nigga, I don't know you. Why are you different than this person that just gave me $20 six seconds ago and five feet from us and give you a discount? Why? That's, that's pretty walk, fucking walk, trifling. Walk me through. It, the word is try. I love that word. I call you trifling motherfucker. <laughs> I call somebody a trifling motherfucker before I call him a nigga because you know what? <laughs> Everybody can be trifling, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that shady shit that we as business owners have to look out for. And, you know, if you want a discount from me and you're supposed to be my folks, my people, mm-hmm. you should be pay- paying double for this shirt. This shirt's $40. Give me 50 dog. Because that's what I would do if you had a brand. You know, me and Ray uh, from the shop, we, he's got his cologne. You know, I gave him. He's got a new one coming out. Don't tell anybody. But <laughs> I gave him $200 weeks ago. I said, hey, man, let this be be something that you can put towards it. Because I want to see him grow. He has bought every single item that I have dropped. No question. 
every last item that I've dropped. This shirt in all three colors. All the, he had that red sweatshirt on. He got the red, the, the blue, black. the white, and the black. The hoodie, he got the red, he got the black, he got the white one. The hats, he got this one. You need to be in those circles with people that will do that for you because they understand and respect what you're doing. I want to make sure IAAK royalty is the baddest cologne out there because I believe in Ray. He believes in Bishop, so he's going to push local barber brand. And that's the circle that we need to be in. So, you know, back to niggas. Let niggas be niggas. <laughs> Let them stay where they at. You know what I'm saying? You can keep them there. Keep niggas where they are. Because they will mess things up for you. Yeah. And niggas fact. can be black, white, whatever. You know a nigga when you see a nigga. <laughs> And smell a nigga a mile away. They go that nigga right there. Yeah, you know that's that a nigga, nigga right there. No, don't bring your nigga ass over here. No, I don't want that nigga shit. Up. But you know you have to be really selective with your circle. And I'm in a fraternity, and I only have about three of them brothers that come over to the crib. Some of them niggas are still on some old shit. Some all still drinking forties and smoking black and milds. Not say anybody in my chapter is doing that, but I I keep my circle really really tight. I got one really good friend, really good friend. I call that some bitch right now. He's in Arizona. I call that some bitch right now. Hey, Charles, I need you to get to Dallas. I have got to go to Mississippi. I need you to watch the house. I don't have to worry about him doing any funny shit with my wife. He'll drive my kids to school. He'll stay up there for a week, go get groceries. He'll take care of that fucking house. Sleeping on the couch. That was my best man in my wedding. I don't need to cat. I don't need 19 niggas around me to where I have to figure out who's really down with me. Less is more. Jay-Z said less, it, less is more on that shit. I'd rather be a few of us than a whole gang of us because I got to watch you. I'll be in a room and not say shit. Ten minutes. Because I need to know, one, where the fucking exits are. Two, who's doing the most talking because I don't need to be around that nigga. And three, whoever's doing the most talking, watch how they move. And who moves around them? Is he getting people to move around him and, and do things for him? Who is this nigga? Because those are the people that are going to get you in the situations. I can tell my son, those are the people that are going to get you in the situation. You're guilty by association. You associate yourself with niggas, you are in that world. So it's hard to get into my world. It's hard to get into the local barber brand. You know, for some people that they don't have that for a $30 t-shirt, that's cool. This isn't for everybody. I want it to be known as a quality brand, just like I give quality haircuts. It's quality. If I diminish my price or bring down my price, I diminish the value of my brand. And I won't do that for anybody just to get one more head in, just to get one more sale. It's not worth it. Because that person, I had a guy, he placed a $400 order on a local barber brand, bought tons of gear. What if I had dropped my prices? He'd be like, shit, I don't want a cheap shit. I'll go somewhere else and spend my $400. Biggest sale I've ever had. He saw the value in it, and he also saw who was repping it on Instagram. You know, really cool people. So, I mean, I'm a big proponent on 
isolate yourself, but isolate yourself with the right people in the right environment. Oh, that's big. A lot of a lot of hidden gems, man. I think we discussed today, man. Man, what? <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna definitely hey, touch somebody. I hope so. Oh, I hope nah. so. Your value just went up. <laughs> <laughs> the price just <laughs> went up. Oh, God. You know, it, it's it's important to know who you are. You know, That's and, and and what what you have available for people because people are gonna tug and pull on you. Yeah. As, as you continue to go up, there's gonna be niggas that are gonna be dragging you down, so that you can be around with them. I ain't got time for that shit. I got money to make. It's that really? simple. Damn. Well, Bishop, man, we appreciate you stopping by, boss. Oh, man. I ain't gonna lie. It's, all, it's been a pleasure, we, man. Look, I learned so much. We're have to get you back for oh, that man. Man. too, man. Definitely. You know, my 28 years on this earth, <laughs> you know, I've, it's 28 years. <laughs> got a lot of game, man. I got a good dad and, I, you know, Anytime you guys want me back, we can talk. We can chop it up whenever. Definitely, man. Of course. Got to get you out to the barbershop, man. Let's do a do an episode at the barbershop. Hey, yeah. hey, it's in the works. It's we can't say work. too much. Hey, we yeah, can't yeah. say too you much, know? but it's in the works. Yeah, man. Just let, the let, me, let me know what y'all need from me. I'm here. Definitely, definitely. That's what's up. Well, man, uh, we want to give you an opportunity to shout out your social media hashtag so everybody can find you and know Absolutely. where to look for you. Pop your shit. Absolutely. Uh, if you need a good haircut, you know, <laughs> at Bishop Cuts. Is uh, Instagram. I'm not on TikTok or anything like that. Um, and the local barber brands, just at the local barber brand. And uh, come mess with me, man. You know, you're going to get quality product. You're going to get a quality haircut. We're going to have some fun. And uh, yeah, let's get it. Man, we appreciate you, man. Sav, take us home, big dog. Hey, that'll work. All right, man. Appreciate everybody for tapping in and watching this episode, man. <clears throat> Don't forget to tap in with Bishop, man. He got a lot of good shit on the way, and we look forward to his growth and his success in the future. But uh, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if, Chop, if you ain't got nothing else, shit. Man, we out, baby. Hey, we out. Let's do it. I'll let y'all in the next Salute. one.